Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. The officials decided after some discussion with both coaches and with the group of themselves, there would be no ejections, and both coaches sighed a relief there. They're going to let these guys go at it from here on, but there were some ugly moments in that pregame fight, but it was so widespread they didn't feel like that they could uh, adequately adjudicate any penalties to either side, so they let them both go as they are. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Great to be with you. Tuesday afternoon of Egg Bowl week. We are 48, 49, 50, 51 and a half hours or so from kickoff. Maybe that's overdoing it. Maybe maybe counting no, down man, hours. I like it. But that's how far out we are. When, how many uh, seconds when, is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. <laughs> a whole bunch of lots. Of. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's where we are. So fifty-one and a half hours until kickoff. Ole Miss and Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night in Starkville. One hundred eighty-five thousand four hundred seconds and counting. You got to sing it though. One hundred eighty-five thousand four hundred. How do you measure a year? Oh, it feels like we've been waiting for this for a, a year. In fact, we have, and um, actually, a little less than a year. Meg Bowl was not on Thanksgiving. It does feel like it's where it's supposed to be. Brett Norsworthy and I were having a conversation. In fact, I texted him last year on Thanksgiving Day. So last year, everything was weird in the schedule. No Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving Day. And we, as a family, eat early, period. Like, Egg Bowl or no Egg Bowl, Thanksgiving, I think it's kind of been my father-in-law's thing. It's because what he did growing up, they ate at noon on Thanksgiving Day. And so we eat at noon or maybe even push it up a little bit more if I've got to travel. That may be early for you, hey, Dad. Maybe you're more of a middle-of-the-afternoon Thanksgiving guy. I, I, I am. Nighttime, whatever, whatever works for you. Different families do it different ways. So we finish Thanksgiving lunch. And we're all sitting around. I probably have got a fire going, whatever's on television. And I'm going, I'm starting looking at my watch. I'm like, I, I got to get on the road. It's time to go. It's time to go to work. It was a weird feeling. And I know not everybody loves Thanksgiving egg bowls, and some people absolutely love Thanksgiving egg bowls. But it was strange last year not having the game on Thanksgiving Day. And it feels like this is right. This is absolutely right. I'm in agreement. You know, I love a Thanksgiving egg bowl. I like the egg bowl. Period. I don't really care when it is. Sure. But I, I don't know what it is. I, I like it being on Thanksgiving. I, it, it works for me. I'm with you. And Borky, you're kind of on the other end of the spectrum. You would prefer it be on Saturday because it allows for some other things, especially for people who are out of state 
or have family that's out of state because you try to do it all, and it's hard to do it all when it's on Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. I'm just on a different spectrum. I've This debate comes up every year and sometimes in the summer, too, when schedules gets announced and the game moves. Like when we got the schedule announcement this summer that it was going back to normal when the Egg Bowl was going back to Thanksgiving, the debate came up and it happens yeah. really every year. Uh, but there are people that are lucky enough to have all of their family kind of in the same place. You know, everybody's here, and I'm, I'm very envious of that. And so for, for those people, they have no problem either doing it the day of the game, if they're all sports fans, or Friday, because, you know, why not? We're all here. It's a short drive from Tupelo to, you know, West Point or wherever everybody's family is. Everybody's kind of close by. But for people like me, it's terrible. Because you can't do both. You've got to choose one or the other. For work, I don't have a choice. I have to be here, regardless. (laughs) But uh, there are people like me that have to choose. Either go to the game if it's at home, or spend the day or the week with my family. And that's a tough choice to make. I hate Thanksgiving Egg Bowls. I think this is terrible. It is the worst, but because my family is 600 miles away from where I sit, and that's really the only reason why. If they were down the road, no big deal. Yeah. No, I, I completely get that, and I think it's you know your perspective that you bring to this conversation. I was having a conversation with uh, somebody just a little while ago, um, next door neighbor, and, and he tells me he goes, "I don't love it on Thanksgiving Day." He said, "I think Thanksgiving is a day where you're supposed to be thankful, and it's hard to be thankful when you're playing your rival <laughs> that you can't stand on uh, on on that day." So I don't know, maybe uh, maybe that's uh, part of it as well. But if you win. It makes the uh, the leftover win. dressing sandwich taste so much better. So much better. But, hey, if you want to be a part of the conversation, join us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. We are coming to you from the uh, Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. So we didn't do the um, you know the, the Celine Dion outtakes from Lane Kiffin and, and Mike Leach thing that we joked about last week. But yesterday... In his press conference, Lane Kiffin talked about Mike Leach, and he talked about his perspective on the rivalry because he likes Mike Leach. And some people like their Egg Bowl nasty, and some people like it a little more friendly. Hey, Dad perked up. He likes his Egg Bowl nasty. Extra scrambled. What... um Lane Kiffin said yesterday, Mike and I don't really fit here because we like each other and maybe we're here to bring a state together and you shouldn't hate someone just because they went to another school. We'll go back and we'll play the actual audio from it a little bit later on. But at the surface, what do you guys make of that? In my opinion, where somebody went to school is the only reason you should hate someone. I mean, you shouldn't hate them for color, creed, religion, anything like that. But their choice of college football team, that's a hateable offense. I love it. I, love I don't it. even know if you're joking. He's not. Are you kidding me? He'll never me? know. He's not. 
Never know. You know this guy. I want to hear. I want to hear what my other strongly biased bulldog fan, yeah. Michael Borky, has to say on this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This this guy, Brian Haydad, buys all in to the uh, the Egg Bowl hate. Uh, Absolutely. No, I, I love that perspective. Now it's a little interesting going into this week because. It is your rival, and there are some people, although I think that they are wrong, will interpret it as these guys don't get it and they don't care, and that's not true. Both of them understand. Both of them are going to coach their tails off on Thursday just because they're not taking shots at each other and refusing to say the other school's name doesn't mean they realize, as the head coach at Mississippi State, as the head coach at Ole Miss, I need to win this game. They, they get it. Just because they don't say it doesn't mean they don't get it. But for years, uh, this game has been a sideshow. Nationally, it hasn't registered because, let's be honest, they haven't had teams that registered nationally. So most people outside of a couple of years look at the Egg Bowl as a sideshow. It's a point-and-laugh game. It's not a point-and, oh, I've got to see it. Like Ohio State-Michigan this weekend, that's a, I've got to see it because it's good football. It's traditional Good football. Egg Bowl's been a sideshow. Fights, weird stories with investigations and all that. I mean, that's what it's been. It's been fights. It's been dog pee celebrations. It's been a sideshow. People are looking forward to the Egg Bowl to see what stupid thing is going to happen between these two middling programs that nobody cares about. Not this year, though. The Egg Bowl this year is going to be good football. Because you've got good football teams, and you've got coaches that have their teams rolling right now. Different styles, compelling stories. You've got a soon-to-be first-round pick quarterback. A soon-to-be, on the other side, first-round pick offensive tackle. You've got real players. You've got real teams. And the game's not interesting because of the sideshow. So I love that the coaches aren't engaging in the sideshow. Because now, it's all about the game, which should be a great one. And that's what this game always should be and what you should strive for it to be instead of fighting and hatred and sideshow. It's not a sideshow now. It's a compelling but, game because but, of the game. And I can't wait. But we can have a compelling game with a little sideshow at it, right? We, we can have something foolish, something crazy, something unpredictable happen in this game, even with two good teams. Well, if it's Ole Miss is possible. really without a kicker, then you're probably going to get some sideshow with two-point conversions and fourth downs I, and stuff I like can't, that. I can't so. wait to see what happens in this game. Something always happens. Something always happens. We will uh, we will get into what Borky just uh, made reference to in a second. It appears as if Ole Miss is going to be without Caden Costa. No official release from Ole Miss, but multiple reports Coming out that he has been suspended at least for the Egg Bowl. Um, I mean, we, I guess we can say what the reports are, that uh, that it's a violation of PED policy. I think that's what I have uh, have read in multiple places. Um, had somebody texted me last night. He's like, hey, have you heard anything about old Mrs. Kicker? And I was like, no, what are you hearing? And I heard that, and uh, clearly... I was not the only one hearing that. So, yes, that could play a role in the game. Hey, guys, i got a guest in the studio today. My buddy Witt. Here, I'm, I'm going to turn the camera around just for a second. There he is. Witt, what's up? Hey. Witt thinks he wants to be a sportscaster one day, and so he's hanging out with us on this Tuesday afternoon of Egg Bowl week. We'll be right back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no accidents to report to you at this time, just your usual congestion for this time of day. If you happen to run into any traffic trouble, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde DeChamp, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic it's a dynamic highly valued job and as a paramedic you could join the ranks of mississippi's healthcare heroes making a difference on the front lines of emergency care the mississippi healthcare alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training Muskelly furniture homegrown and locally owned since 1978 we're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the Southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. All is just days away. And this is your spot for late-breaking news on State and Ole Miss. Sports Talk Mississippi on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk app, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Garrett at the Ole Miss Spirit tweeted that um, he was reporting that Caden Costa was suspended for the Egg Bowl and went on to say that 
He was led to believe that Ole Miss was appealing the suspension. Neil McCready at the uh, at the Ole Miss rival site, Rebel Grove, um, reported earlier today that Caden uh, Costa had been suspended from the Egg Bowl for failing, uh, failing a PED test, said that they had asked Ole Miss for confirmation or denial. And uh, as of uh, sometime this morning, I guess it's about 11 o'clock this morning, had not received confirmation of either, uh, but that it was being reported elsewhere. And so that's kind of what everybody uh, is looking at. And independently, I've heard similar things that um, that Caden Costa will not be with Ole Miss for the Egg Bowl and that they are appealing it. So we'll see where it goes. Glad um, we got some other confirmation. I wouldn't trust anything Ben Garrett says. That guy's the worst. Did he buy your lunch or did you have to buy his lunch yesterday? So I, I, we were just getting lunch, and uh, Alex and Houston picked up the tab for us. They were in there too. So, well, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, but there. they picked up Ben's too. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, and you're nice to Alex. I like Alex. He's really nice. Well, not anymore. But, but not now. I mean, you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it is kind of fascinating when you when you look at uh, the season that Caden Costa has had kicking the football. He's been pretty good for Ole Miss. Um, strong leg kicker. No jokes. They write themselves. No jokes. Sorry. I wouldn't even have laughed if you hadn't said anything. Yeah, you would have gotten there eventually. Oh, no. But a freshman that was highly thought of and highly touted coming out of high school a year ago and... Ole Miss has kicked more field goals this year because they have had a good field goal kicker. Uh, he's got a couple of misses. I'm trying to pull up his numbers. I think I've got them right here. On the season, Caden Costa, 14 of 17 kicking field goals, and he has made 46 of 48 extra points. He is 4 of 4 between 20 and 29 yards, 5 of 5 between 30 and 39 yards, Four of six between 40 and 49, and one of two from 50 and beyond. His long kick this season is a uh, is a 50-yarder. Uh, that came against Arkansas. Hit a 50-yarder against Arkansas. His misses, he missed one, a 54-yarder against Tulane. He missed a 44-yarder from the right hash against Tennessee. And he missed a 41-yarder from the right hash against Liberty. So, I mean, that's a guy who scored a lot of points this year. For uh, for Ole Miss, yeah, and, and even though he's young, has looked. Uh, kickers get ranked by other services that you should look at more so than the recruiting sites. They just slap like a two or a three star on a kicker and just move on. But apparently, according to a kicking publication, he was one of, if not the best kicker in America in last year's class, and showed it looked definitely looked like it. What I wonder now, moving forward, is how much this changes because, as you mentioned. They are kicking more field goals this year than they did last year. They had a completely and totally unreliable kicker from any spot on the field last season. And so if you're upset about fourth down decisions this year, flashback to last year where they rarely decided to kick a field goal because the three points, I mean, they weren't even possible as sometimes it felt like. You were just conceding possession if you ran the kicker out there a year ago, not the case this year. It does change, I think, the dynamic of this game. If it's fourth and six, for example, on Mississippi State's 30, 
Are you rolling out a guy that's kicked one time this year and it was a missed extra point in the first game of the season? First touchdown of the year, Kale Nation came on to kick the extra point, and he missed it and has not been used since. Uh, Caden Costa, I mean, I, I think the thought was in fall practice going into the season that Nation was the more consistent guy on extra points, and obviously Caden Costa had a stronger leg. Um, they, after they saw a missed extra point from Kale Nation, they were like, just kick Costa. And again, he's been good. He's got 88 points scored on the year with 14 made field goals and 46 of 48 in the extra point department. So we'll see if that factors in on Thursday night. It certainly could. Uh, kicking has decided an egg bowl or two along the way. It's been known to make it up Yeah, yeah, same on either side. Uh, and with Mississippi State, you know, kicking issues have been uh, a year-long thing for them. Uh, I think Brandon Ruiz is supposed to be healthy this week, but you know, do you go back to him? I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. So, yeah, it's going to be. And, and Borky, you know, you said fourth and six from the MSU thirty. Well, what about fourth and five from the MSU fifteen? I mean, what if it's a great drive and you're you're into the, you're into the red zone? Are you going to you know walk out of there? Are you going to walk a kicker out there? Are you going to you know play the analytics game? However, you want to do it feel like this is a game where you need points. And so not having Costa is going to be a problem for Ole Miss because they're going to have some opportunities to kick field goals. And Borky, it's changed the way that Lane Kiffin has called games this year. He he has been willing to put points on the board in the kicking game because he's got a guy that he trusted to go out there and make kicks. And so maybe it changes the way he calls games. Yeah, I, I mean, Chase in Columbus says, I'm sure Lane is real broken up about <laughs> being down in the kicking game and needing to go for it on fourth down. It does make the decision easier. I mean, the, the chief complaint over the last couple months or so has been uh, conservative play calling, especially in the red zone or, or in opponent territory, that they're not taking as many risks, and in part because, like you mentioned, if they don't get a first down, that's fine because you'll roll out a kicker and make – the field goal and your defense is playing well and, and, and moving on. Uh, one thing that is interesting in this game that we haven't talked about yet this week, now it's only Tuesday, but uh, points may be at a premium in this game. Uh, Ole Miss in the, over the last six weeks has not had to, quote, maximize their scoring potential, end quote, on every possession because their defense is playing so well. In the Arkansas game, they had to go forward on fourth down. They had to score on every single possession. In Tuscaloosa, they weren't able to do it, but you would have had to have scored on every possession touchdowns, not field goals, to win that game. Over the last six weeks, they haven't had to do that. With the way Mississippi State controls the clock, if you can believe it, the air raid offense is very slow, at least this version of it. They take their time and they control the clock. Ole Miss isn't going to be running 100 plays in this game. Here's something to look at. Excuse me. Ole Miss has scored 400 points this season. That's 50 more than Mississippi State. Both have played 11 games at this point. Ole Miss has scored 400 points. Mississippi State has scored 350 points. Of the 400 points that Ole Miss has scored, 245 of them have come in the first half. 85 first quarter points. The second quarter has been by far the most productive offensive quarter this season for the Rebels. They have scored 160 second-quarter points. In the second half, 
Ole Miss has scored 155 points. So 90 fewer points across 11 games, that's an average of, what, eight points roughly? Nine points almost fewer per game in the second half than in the first half. Mississippi State, slow start, right? We've talked about that a lot. 71 first quarter points this year, 90 in the second quarter. They've scored 161 of their 350 points in the first two quarters. Different story in the second half. The fourth quarter has been Mississippi State's most productive of the year, 107 fourth quarter points. And again, in comparison, Ole Miss has scored 73 in the fourth quarter this year. Interestingly enough, both have scored 82 points in the third quarter of the season. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is worth other than Ole Miss has been a better first-half team offensively than they have in the second half. Mississippi State has been a significantly better second-half team as, what, 189 of their 350 points have been scored in the second half. And so it goes back to what I was saying yesterday. I mean, if State has a lead at the end of the first half, it's going to be really tough for Ole Miss, I think. Ole Miss needs to come out and sort of do to teams what everybody's done to Mississippi State, get out to a good first-quarter lead and then see what you can do to hang on. But, you know, if State goes into the locker room up three, up seven, I feel pretty confident that State can hold on and get the win. We've gotten to the point where the weather forecast should be pretty accurate. On Thursday, Thanksgiving Day in Starkville, high of 61, cloudy with rain developing later in the day. Winds out of the south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Chance of rain 90%. Low on Thursday night of 30. Rain showers... Uh, early with clearing later, low near 30, winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Bless those who brave those conditions sitting on metal bleachers that night. Yeah. Walker Jones will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. Hey, if you tell my heart, my heart, he might blow up and kill this man. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 61. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions. A beautiful day, high near 67. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 48. And a 50-50 shot of rain on Thanksgiving, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. 
Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One lucky Mississippi lottery player is going into the holidays $200,000 richer. They cashed in a Mississippi Match 5 ticket from a previous draw and received a free ticket that matched all five numbers for Saturday's drawing. The winning ticket was purchased from Greer's Market in Hurley. Today's Mega Millions jackpot has grown to $83 million. We need to see interest rates move up to start combating inflation, according to Ashley Edwards, president of the Gulf Coast Business Council. I mean, that, that's a uh, just sort of an economic basic. Uh, but when that happens, uh, that's going to create reverberations throughout the economy. And he says when you look at the national and world economy, we'll continue to see some struggles. Mississippi's doing very re- well right now. You know, it's not unusual for state economies to track a little differently than than national economies in general. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. In a world full of noise, devastating us. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. This week, are you more excited for the turkey or the egg? Getting you ready for the Egg Bowl. Sports Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on Super Talk Mississippi. We roll on during Egg Bowl Week, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. One of the coolest parts about this week for us is uh, the willingness from former players from both sides of the rivalry, from Ole Miss and Mississippi State, being willing to visit with us and talk about some of their memories. And uh, former Ole Miss linebacker Walker Jones joins us right now. This is a guy that... In, in terms of Ole Miss athletics, has been a part of just about everything you can be a part of. He has worked in the administration. He's worked as an assistant coach. He worked with us at, uh, at TeleSouth on the media rights side for a while. He's been involved in the sports world for a really long time. We don't care about any of that. We want to know about that time when he was on the field in the Egg Bowl. Walker, great to see you, man. What's up? Good to see you, buddy. Always good to see you, Richard. Big week. Big week. It, it is a big week. So you grew up in and around this game, and then had the opportunity to play in it. So, big picture, what does the Egg Bowl mean to you? Well, yeah, Richard, I mean, being a Mississippi kid, you know, I was a third generation in the Egg Bowl. My father actually played at Mississippi State before he went to uh, went and fought the war uh, back in the 40s. And, um, and then my father, you know, played in the late 60s in the Archie Manning years, um, so I grew up in a house that had a ton of history in the Egg Bowl on both sides. And, uh, you know, it was always a dream of mine to play in that game. Uh, I remember when it was at Jackson, Mississippi, at the at Veterans Memorial Stadium, when they played it in Jackson. So I was a Jackson kid. So I think I went to as many hours there when the wind blew the kick back on the immaculate deflection, um, you know, in 83. So as a, you know, eight-year-old kid. So I remember going to the games when they were in Jackson and then when they moved back to campus um, there, I think in 91 or so. Yeah. Uh, so I've been, you know, part of the, part of the game, you know, as, as observer and then was fortunate enough to play it for four years and it was everything I thought it would be. And then so. Walker, you were a part of that time, the kind of the transition time at, at Ole Miss come coming off of probation, Tommy Tuberville trying to build a class and, and trying to kind of repair the Ole Miss football program. What about those guys that you came in with? Because there was a core group of you guys that over the course of four years kind of overachieved a little bit and and kind of took on the role of we're going to try and get this thing back. Yeah, Richard, it was a special group. You know, we had, I think what helped, we had a lot of Mississippi kids on that team that uh, grew up as Ole Miss fans. You know, Todd Wade and Eli Anning, Stuart Patridge, you know, Nate Wayne, um, just a lot of guys that, um, you know, really grew up around the school and it meant something. It wasn't just a scholarship to play SEC football. It was a play, it was a chance to play at the University of Mississippi. And I think we had an enormous amount of pride. Uh, we only lost one player. We got put on probation my freshman year for stuff that none of us had anything to do with. And we only lost one player. And that was a, a player from the out of state. So everybody stayed true to the university. Um, and stuck with it. 
and we battled through it. You know, the probation we got was unheard of now. You know, no TV, no bowls, plus 13 scholarships a year for two years. You know, that's why guys like myself end up having to play linebackers. Myself, Brock Christ, and Nate Wayne were all <laughs> former high school quarterbacks. <laughs> so, and we ended up having to play linebacker for two years. So, uh, but that's what made it, that's what made it special was a bunch of guys that, that gave up for a bigger sacrifice to try to keep the program afloat. Coach Tuberville had a lot to do with that. He came in, uh, and believed in us and, and really kind of, you know, uh, developed that us against the world mentality. You know, and it culminated finally our senior year of going over to Starkville and having to beat Mississippi State at Starkville um, to be able to go to a bowl game. You know, back then, seven wins wasn't good enough to get you in a bowl game. Yeah. Eight wins, you just barely could get in. And we were, you know, we had a chance to win our seventh game over there and go to a bowl game for the first time in our career. Um, so that Egg Bowl was the culmination of all that hard work and all that perseverance. And that's why it has such a special place for all of us. All right, so your four years, your four Egg Bowls, 94, 95, 96, 97, right? Yes. Okay, so two and two with both losses at home and both wins in Starkville. That's right. It That's feels right. like that never happens. I mean, we've kind of gotten into this rhythm, and it's changed a little bit in recent years, but so many times it feels like home field advantage is a massive thing. What was it about going there and being able to win a couple of times but not get it done at home? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, we uh, we went, you know, my freshman year, they were really good. They had a great team, and they beat us, I think, 17-14, beat us right at the end uh in a close game i don't remember the exact score but it was it was a close game 21 17 um and then my sophomore year we went over there and you know that was when do innocent ran wild on them do had i think 240 something yards rushing um i had an interception and we uh we held them and uh in a low scoring game then the, the next year they came to oxford in an absolute monsoon i mean it, it was it rained there was two or three inches of water on the field and we actually pitched a shutout on defense, didn't give up a point on defense, and lost, I think, 16 to nothing or something like that. Uh, they had two defensive touchdowns uh, in that game. Uh, so kind of a crazy game. Um, and then we go over there the next year, you know, with everything on the line. You know, that night in 97, it was Keeper McGee who had passed away. It was his senior night, you know, that they were celebrating for him, unfortunately, with his untimely death. We were both uh, trying to get the seven wins to go to a bowl game. Uh, we had the big fight before the game, you know, pregame warm-up. Um, and uh, it was just – there was so much – it was the most physical game I've ever played in. I mean, they had a running back, J.J. Johnson, who was an absolute animal. Um, and we I think we scored the first drive of the game, and they didn't score again until, you know, 20-some seconds left when we went for two to beat them. So – it was a it was a crazy day, but again, for it to go the way it did after all we'd gone through, yeah, I'll never forget that day. Never forget. All right. It. All right. So the the two things that stand out, you mentioned the fight before the game started. So what started the pregame fight in '97, and what was your role in it? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it was funny. You know, back then we stretched in groups. We didn't come out all together as a full team until the very end of warmups. So linebackers, offensive line, defensive line, all of us, the big guys, were still in the locker room stretching when the only few we had on the field were our specialty, our receivers, running backs, DBs, and quarterbacks and kickers. And their whole team ran on the field. I remember sitting in the locker room, in that, in that locker room above, on the second floor there in the end zone, 
and just hearing the crowd go wild. And I remember they were showing the Vanderbilt-Tennessee game on the Jumbotron before the game, and I was like, well, Vanderbilt must be beating Tennessee or something. Why is the crowd going crazy? And our strength coach, Chris Mitchell, one of our strength coaches who was a great player at Ole Miss, Chris Mitchell came flying around the door and said, get out there, they're fighting, they're fighting. And so we literally just run out the door, and I remember turning the corner to go down those steps, and it looked like a scene from Braveheart. I mean, there were helmets flying and you know, <laughs> guys running all over the place, and Deuce McAllister knocked out one of their recruits right in front of us. Uh, and so by the time I got out there trying to get my helmet on, um, I'd left my helmet, and one of the trainers grabbed my helmet and threw it to me off the second step as I was trying to go back and get it, put my helmet back on. And, you know, they had kind of – the highway patrolman had kind of broken it up by then. Um, Adam Bettis, one of our backup tight ends, got his ribs broken. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get to, I didn't get to throw any punches. Uh, I got out there right after it happened, but it, it really set the tone. And, and we were outnumbered by about four to one. They had all their whole team out there. We had about 30 guys out there. So, uh, but I think our guys held it. If you go back and look at the tape, our guys held their own for sure. All right, we got about a minute and a half left. Let's go to the end of the game. You guys have played pretty well defensively. You mentioned scored early, had the seven to nothing lead. Mississippi State's up fourteen to seven. You guys score the touchdown to make it fourteen thirteen. Matt Luke's told the story before that he that that the offense wanted to go for it. You're on the other side of the ball. Are are you nervous at that point? Or are you like, heck yeah, let's go for it and try and win this game? Let's go for it. We were worn out. We'd been trying to tackle J.J. Johnson all day. Uh, we were tired. We were beat up. Uh, it was a low-scoring game. And, you know, uh, the offense came over to the sideline. Matt's right about that. Matt Luke, all those guys, John Avery, Stewart, all of them came to the sideline and said, let's go win this thing right now, Coach. And I remember Noel Mazzoni, Tom, Coach Tucker looked at Noel Mazzoni, the offense coordinator, and said, do you got a play that'll work? He said, 100%, Coach, let's, let's do it. And uh, he called it, and Chris, Stewart threw a great pass to Corey Peterson, made one of his many great catches in his career. And, uh, yeah, it was – it was look, it, we were going to win or lose right there. And, uh, again, after all we had been through, to go out that way was, was really special. So I'll never but forget But then it. you guys had to go back out on the field one more time, didn't you? Didn't you have to get a stop? Yeah, we did. We actually left? went back out on the field because they had about 30 seconds left. In the first play, we had 12 guys on the field. And so we get a 15-yard <laughs> uh, penalty on the first play – uh, because we had we had the wrong defensive personnel called, and then they so they got about to about midfield, and then Matt White, uh, one of your old cohort, Matt White, to try to throw a a fade route into cover two, and Timmy Strickland picked it off on about our thirty yard line to seal the game. Otherwise, they would have had a chance to kick a field goal if they had completed that. Wow. There have been a lot of uh, crazy ones, and who knows? Maybe we're in for another crazy one on uh, on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Walker, always appreciate your time. Great to see you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Look forward to seeing you soon. Same to you, Richard. Take care. Best of the family. Good talking to you, buddy. Thanks, man. Former Ole Miss linebacker Walker Jones, 2-2 two and two in Egg Bowls. Won both in Starkville. Lost both in Oxford. He joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We will be right back. Glass 
Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no accidents to report to you at this time, just your usual congestion for this time of day. If you happen to run into any traffic trouble, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Thanksgiving is a time of being thankful, and Steve Owen and the staff at Pinnacle Motors want to thank you for your business throughout the year. Stop by and let us thank you in person at Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and see our full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs inspected with a warranty with available financing. The quality vehicle you deserve at the price you want. Pinnacle Motors, Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. So I was giving everybody credit for keeping their cool throughout this rivalry game. Now the cool is lost. Everybody charging out onto the field, and this could get ugly. Sports Talk Mississippi on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk app, and always on your local Supertalk Mississippi station. Good visit with Walker Jones, former linebacker at Ole Miss, and it feels like if you spent four years in one of the programs in either Starkville or Oxford, you probably were part of at least a fight. Some people part of more than a fight, maybe multiple. Uh, we'll ask John Bond if he was part of an Egg Bowl fight when uh, he joins us to begin the 4 o'clock hour. Going to be in studio with Borky there in Jackson. And we'll talk to JB coming up in uh, in just a few minutes. Hey, Dad, I sat in the stands. I actually sat in the student section at Mississippi State in 1997. Well, that makes two of us. And I bet you didn't get hit with a uh, brown water bottle, though, when it was all said and done. <laughs> I bet you didn't throw one. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't. Yeah, no, I didn't. It's possible that you threw the one that I nah, got hit by. Uh, it's also possible that I deserved it at uh, at that point. <laughs> that was a... Uh, That'd be a hell of a story if it had been like, yeah, I got into a fight with a kid at the... Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, that had been funny. Yeah. Um, were you there early enough pregame? Yeah, I saw every bit of that, yeah. I did, too. And I had forgotten about the whole, the entire Ole Miss team was not out on the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think there was like a smart aleck kicker that popped off to the wrong guy and all of a sudden he didn't realize yeah, the numbers were Walker not in their favor? And obviously Walker wouldn't have known because he was in the locker room, but I, I don't know how it started. Yeah, but yeah. obviously somebody said something to somebody they shouldn't have and Next thing you know, everybody's everybody's out there. Well, and, and tensions are always on edge. I mean, isn't it yeah. crazy though to think about in that four year window, neither team won at home. Oh, well, and it went another uh, another year. Ninety eight state won in Oxford, and then we had it again fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So ninety four Mississippi State won twenty one seventeen in Oxford. Ninety five mm-hmm. it was thirteen ten Ole Miss and Starkville. That was the do innocent game. 96, Walker talked about the monsoon that day. I'd kind of forgotten mm-hmm. about that. I think maybe it blocked it out of my mind. 17 nothing. Mississippi State won that one. Then 97, 15, 14, Ole Miss. And Mississippi State won in Oxford the next year. It was the uh, first of two in a row. See, in recent years, the longest winning streak, um, both Ole Miss and Mississippi State have a three-game winning streak. Ole Miss won at 02, 03, 04, Oxford, Starkville, Oxford. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State won 9, 10, 11. That was Starkville, Oxford, Starkville. Mm-hmm. And then we alternated for a year, and Ole Miss won two in a row, and then State got one, and then Ole Miss got one, and then State got two in a row, and then last year it was Ole Miss uh, winning in Oxford. There, there's not really since, what, late 80s, Neither team has had just like an insane domination streak. No, no, not mid eighties. Ole Miss won four in a row. Rebels won eighty seven, eighty nine, or eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety. 
But since then, it's kind of been back and forth, with both teams having a single three-game win streak since 1990. The arrival of Jackie Sherrill in 91 and the move to campus, since then it's been a very even series. Uh, in Jackson, obviously, Ole Miss, like you said, in the 80s, just dominated. Uh, but since 1991, I think this is 30, I think it's 15, I think it's 16, I don't think it's 16, 14. Well, this is the 30th one. This is this, the 30th, this okay. So I'm trying to, maybe it's 15, 13, something, I don't know, 15, 14, I don't know. But well, I think okay, State I, has the lead. We, we can do this starting in 1991. I can, I can do it in my head. You don't have to look. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 wins for Mississippi State. So it's 16, 13 State in that time frame? Yeah, since since moving back okay. to campus in 1991. Yeah. M- Mike wants us to give away two Egg Bowl tickets. The problem is, unless he is supply, uh, supplying the Egg Bowl tickets, we, we can't do that. I don't have it's, two. He, he says he will text us the tickets. Oh. Oh. So Mike is not only supplying a pair of tickets, but he is also supplying a trivia question. Can we do this, Borky? Do we have any issue with this? Go right ahead. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. All right, I, I I trust that Mike is going to uh, send tickets to us. Name the seven cities that the Egg Bowl has been played in, and and the only player to start for each team in an Egg Bowl. So, the seven cities in which the game has been played and. The one player who has been a starter for both Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Pair of tickets, courtesy of Mike in Oxford. One hour in the books with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. JB going to join us next. In studio, in Jackson, John Bond, the one and only. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. We will be right back. The jurors in the murder trial of Ahmad Arbery have begun deliberations. The prosecutor really made her final case today during two hours of rebuttal, telling the 12-person jury, 11 whites and one black male, that they had to do their duty and punish the crime of murder. It's about responsibility. It's about holding people accountable for their actions. All three men face multiple charges, the most serious of which are felony murder and murder with malice. Fox's Steve Harrigan and another smash and grab, this time in Southern California. After three robberies at upscale stores in and around the Bay Area over the weekend, the Nordstrom at the Grove in Los Angeles was hit this week. Thieves smashed through the windows and took several items. They took off in vehicles and the LAPD chased them. Three people were arrested and items from possibly other robberies were found in the cars as well. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. America is listening to Fox News. 
This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is releasing 50 million barrels from the U.S. stockpile to try to bring down gas prices. Congressman Michael Guest and others, including some Democrats, would prefer to see the administration lift restrictions on domestic drilling that have made us more reliant on OPEC, Russia, and other foreign countries. Doing so would increase our ability to supply our own oil by up to 20%. Coming into 2021, the big question for business owners was how quickly they could recover from the worst of the pandemic the year before. But Ashley Edwards, CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council, says they ended up seeing higher infection rates with the Delta surge. Yet, uh, we still saw record commerce here on the coast and really in the state as a whole. I mean, the state's coffers are overflowing right now, doing really, really well. Labor shortages and supply chain issues continue to be a huge problem. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Opioid addiction is affecting friends, family members, and neighbors in nearly every community in our state. So if you or someone you know is battling addiction, you are not alone. And if you believe that together we can end this opioid crisis, then you can join Mississippians across the state who are standing up, speaking out, and making a difference. To get help, learn more about treatment options, or find out what you can do today, visit StandUpMS.org. My son is not some statistic. My daughter's not a headline. My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he... What she is... Is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's doctor about COVID vaccines. She said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This year's Thanksgiving feast will cost you about 14% more than it did last year. As Fox's Isaiah Hosny reports, you're also going to pay more to travel. Fresh turkey is up nearly 9% from a year ago. Frozen turkey is not any better, also up 9% from last year. Getting to Thanksgiving dinner is going to cost you more, too. AAA reporting gas prices are averaging $3.41 a gallon. That's $1.29 higher than just about a year ago. The clock is ticking for a couple of Powerball players that have yet to claim their winnings. One player won the $150,000 jackpot for the June 5th drawing. That ticket was purchased from a Fast Mart in Hattiesburg. The deadline to claim that money is December 2nd. Another ticket worth $50,000 for the September 15th drawing has yet to be claimed. That ticket was purchased at a Circle K in Madison and the deadline to claim that money is coming up March 14th. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. All across the field. And there were probably 80 players that were involved in this situation. Sports Talk Mississippi, 4 o'clock hour with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and now John Bond joining us as well. If it was on the phone, it would be on the Farm Bureau phone line, but he is in studio in Jackson, right across the glass from Michael Borky, and kind enough to spend a little time with us. JB, what's up, my man? Oh, man, look, I always look forward to it. You guys are always fun to hang out with. You know, Haydad says old Miss people and state people can't like each other, can't be friends, <laughs> and it, but I like you. I just can't help it. Well, we, uh, we're almost up on that 24-hour rule. <laughs> so, uh, so, so a day from now, we have to not like each other correct, for what forty-eight hours. Correct, a day before and a day after. There you go, yeah. and it's uh, you know it's it's kept a lot of friendships together. Probably, uh, probably not a bad plan. John got to uh, got to the studio just a few minutes ago, and, and I texted him just to uh, hang out and make himself at home. And he said there were not adequate refreshments to be able to make himself at home. So I'm sorry that we were not more hospitable. Uh, I was thinking earlier, John. I think in a lot of ways you were ahead of your time because I mean you, you were you were getting the NIL deals long before these guys today were getting them, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not getting the dollars like they are, you know. It's uh, yeah, I did a lot of stuff for free. I can tell you that it was um, uh, it was a lot different then. But it was, you know, it was still, uh, you know, you're getting out and you're getting in the community. So I guess you got some things out of it, and they did too. And it was a, uh, you know, I scratch you scratch my back, I'll scratch your type deal. So it uh, it all worked out. Everything's everything was good. Everything was good. <laughs> John, hey, Dad, you you look like you're about to talk. Well, I was, and then you said something. See, we're getting into that that forty eight hour thing now. It's it's starting to it's starting to <laughs> creep in, close. Richard. Uh, John, you you won two, you lost two, right? Uh, so you know, you know the the the, the glory of victory and the agony of defeat. To put it in those kind of announcements, in the worst terms. kind of ways. Yeah. So, which one stays with you more through the years? 
uh, the the losses or the or the wins or, or yeah. I, it's hard to forget any of them <laughs> for me. You know, it's uh, the way we lost the two that we lost were just um, kind of unforgettable. You know, and then the two we won, um, uh, that was pretty good too. Especially my freshman year, winning the you know Sports Illustrated National Back of the Week, and a you know and that record that I didn't even really know I had until Fitzgerald broke it. You know, a few years ago. So, it's, uh, so there are there were all memorable in their own special way. <laughs> Let's walk through them, John. Let's start with your freshman year. You guys were ranked 17th in the country going in. Uh, I believe there was a uh, a win over Alabama in the mix uh, that season. The yeah. the, uh, the six to three game, good football team, low low ish scoring game. Nineteen fourteen. What stood out uh, for you from the nineteen eighty game? You know, I'll tell you what that uh, the defense we had that year was just incredible. I mean, it. Um, uh, you know, we had to score some points at times. You know, Miami, LSU. We had a few games. We had to put some points on the board. But after that Southern game, after that Southern shellacking we took, man, it was like they just they uh, they 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 strapped it on. They they said we're we're going to win these things, the rest of these games, and and that's kind of the way it ended up. So I always loved watching that the defense and and you know going against John Forcade and the uh, you know him being I think he was the if I remember right the total yards leader from the year before and may have been that year. Um, and the way they kind of shut him down, and another freshman over there, Billy Jackson, they kind of, kind of ended that game. It was, um, it was just, it's always fun to watch that defense in 1980, and and that game was no different than the rest. And and uh, you know, Glenn Collins and Johnny Cooks and Tyrone Keys. I mean, the names just go on and on. And Larry Friday, and you know, all the, the time that they spent in the NFL, you just you knew you were with a, a special group of guys. All right, so you guys ran a wishbone-based offense, a lot of running, a lot of option in there. Right. I'm assuming that Coach Ballard did not necessarily have you in a green jersey or a yellow jersey no. or a black jersey to keep you from getting hit <laughs> in practice. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's very accurate. In fact, um, you know, at the first of the year, I was I worked my way up the depth chart, and in fact, I was uh, yeah. They recruited another quarterback that was that ran the wishbone. Started all four years out of New Orleans, and. Um, uh, so and I'd never run the wishbone. We in fact we we had shotgun and and we ran the pro set and I sprinted out and we ran the flat curl and you know and all that kind of stuff and and uh, uh, so I was up against a bunch of guys that had at least been in it at least one year and one guy that had run it four years. So working my way up the depth chart was great. And I'll never forget I uh, I made it to number two and I thought man that's the greatest man I had number two on the depth chart. This is fantastic. Then we go out there that Monday before Memphis State and I realize uh oh. Number two offense scrimmages. Number one defense. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that was not fun. So I did everything I could to get to that number one spot so I could scrimmage the number two defense. Did, did you ever have a head-on collision with Johnny Cooks? Oh yeah, had several. Had several with him and Glenn Collins and Ty and all those guys. I mean, it was um, it was wide open on Tuesdays and about half of Wednesdays. So uh, Mondays we laid off a little bit, but Tuesdays and Wednesdays were wide open. John, you know, on this show, every now and then I've been known to complain about officiating. Every just every now and then I'll do that. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you an open mic here. If you got anything oh, you want to say about Dick Pace right this oh, second? I'll let my you have gosh. it. That is the worst call ever. Although I have seen some others this year. Um, All right, hold on now. What was the call? What, what are we talking about? Oh, and four K to swear up and down that the guy was killing him. The, the receiver the whole way down, and he he never touched <laughs> him. I think who what, was it? Uh, 
Oh, oh. Johnson. Was it Johnson? Yeah, the, the, I think you're right, but I'm not. Yeah. That, I mean, just stepped around in front of the, you know, uh, John threw the ball up in the end zone, and um, they were on about the 50, I guess. And uh, he threw the ball up in the end zone, and and um, uh, KJ someone stepped in front of it. I mean, it was a clean interception. He caught the ball, fell on the ground, jumped up with the number one, you know, and and uh, was running off. And then here comes the flag, and they called pass interference, and that's when they moved it to the one, and and uh, the rest is history. So that's that's how we lost one that first one that my sophomore year, and and it was funny that year we had uh, we lost two games uh, with two. Return well, one a return touchdown and one a pass interference call in the end zone. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can <laughs> I can talk about refs all day long. I mean, it's really <laughs> crazy that all these years later, you guys still do not come to the realization that it was the right call. <laughs> I mean, they just, sometimes these guys just get it right. Well, yeah, sometimes and sometimes <laughs> they miss them. Um, but they, uh, you know what? In fact, uh, the guy, and if I remember right. I believe he was involved in the Methodist Church in some kind of way. He was a preacher or something and felt really bad about that and wrote Coach Ballard a letter of apology later that's, on. That's and what I, it is at Mississippi State. We always get the letter. Exactly. We get the letter after the game. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry we messed yeah. up. Yep. And, yeah. and, uh, cause I, 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 if I'm remembering all that right, that's the way that happened. Mm. So, yeah. It was. So was 82 a cra- so, so 81 or 80, excuse me, crazy low scoring game. Right. 82 or, I'm sorry, my years are off. 80 low-scoring game, tight to the end. Obviously, you just described 81, tight to the end. Was 82 different? A little bit, just simply because we had a really good offense that year. Um, in fact, I think uh, we held the most yards per game until, like, Dak and the Liberty Bowl, whenever that was. I think it was 2010. I mean, it was uh, a really good offense. That was when Ken Hall and all those guys were seniors. Yeah. Uh, we had Danny Knight, Glenn Young outside, um, the two guys that I threw to. <laughs> and uh, and then we had uh, Michael Haddix, um, um, uh, Glenn, uh had uh, Danny Knight had and a run as a running back. We had about five guys, you know, running the ball back there. So we had a really good backfield, two guys that could catch and could fly, and uh, some great guys up front. So we really moved the ball up and down the field that year. Do you um do you like the movie Ten Cup? I do. I'm reminded of the uh, of the line in Ten Cup after one that we probably shouldn't say on the radio where he goes, <laughs> a gust from the gods. <laughs> yeah. uh, 1983, yeah. perhaps a gust from the gods. Yeah. What was your vantage point? What was your perspective on the uh, the kick? I was on our sidelines, which was, I guess, the um, uh, the south side of the stadium because it doesn't it face east and west. Yes, it does. It's one of those strange ones where right. the end zones are east and west. Yeah, so I guess we were on the south side, and when Artie hit it, you know, not, Artie had already kicked a 52-yarder that year, so it's not like he didn't have the leg strength. So uh, we felt good about getting it down to, I think it was the 17, 18-yard line, and uh, I felt you know really good about him putting it through the uprights. And, and it had been, I mean, it was, the storms were around because everybody was asking me in the huddle, you know, are they going to call the game? they going to call the game. I said, don't worry about it. Let's just keep moving the football. And uh, our sideline stood first because we thought it went through. And then when it landed back where we snapped it from, the other side started jumping up and down. So. How long was the kick? I should know that. It was only from like the 20. 
It was okay. so it was like a twenty-seven yarder or thirty-seven yarder, twenty-seven yarder. It may have been closer than that. It wasn't far at all. So it was it was that significant of a wind gust. Yes. Oh, it was incredible. And well, it and was thought, calm. Uh, we we talked to David Kellum yesterday, the voice of the Rebels, and he said he was at that game as a, a college student or a high school student at the time, and said. Same way you described it. He said, you know, Mississippi State fans went crazy and then stopped, and then Ole Miss fans went crazy. Yeah. And he was in the opposite end zone watching it. He said, it was dead center. Oh, yeah, he nailed it. Nailed and then it. it wasn't. Yep. More with John Bond <laughs> when we continue on the Farm Bureau phone line. He is in our Jackson studio. We'll take a quick time out and be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Checking back in on your afternoon commute? Currently no reports of any accidents impacting your drive home, just your typical drive time congestion. If you happen to run into any traffic trouble, please contact your local law enforcement. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture. River Trust Federal Credit Union. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britons, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their diamond store. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. 
They call this the Egg Bowl. This series started in 1901, but it was so bloody. There were so many fights between players and students and fans that both schools got together and decided that maybe if they could award a trophy of some nature, it could calm this series down. And so they made a gold-shaped football back in 1927, and that's why they call this the Egg Bowl. The winner gets that trophy. Series that began in 1901, and Tim was the winner for the trivia question. And we've never had this happen before, where a listener, Mike, who's been a longtime listener, says, Hey guys, I will send two tickets to somebody that can answer this trivia question. His trivia question was named the seven cities that the Egg Bowl has been played in, and who is the only player to start a game for both Mississippi State and Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. John Bond, do you know the answer to those questions? I don't, and I'm curious about that. I, I think I remember something about a Tupelo game. Was there a Tupelo game? And then a, yeah. and a, there, um, was. there was one on the coast or something. Was there or was Oxford, it or? Starkville, right. Jackson, Tupelo, Columbus, yeah, that's Clarksdale, it. and Greenwood. Wow. Those are, now, I'm not. That's when they had to go to the fans. I guess so. I mean, I guess Crumpton Stadium in Clarksdale. I don't know where they would have played yeah. in Greenwood at the time, but uh, that's uh, and and then the only player, you know, the I only player, no to, Breck Tyler. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't know that. Bob Tyler's son, Breck that. Tyler, uh, started for Ole Miss, and then when Bob became the coach at Mississippi State, he made the move as well. Because I went, um, my official visit was to the Ole Miss Mississippi State game at. Uh, and I guess it was 70 to, 79 and okay. uh, was yeah and Brett was playing for Ole Miss that game in 79 I think that's right because uh, did or I, was I did it, it 80 wrong, didn't I? or was he, it 80 well I may have messed that up so was it Brett you got started out at Mississippi State yes, while yes, Bob Tyler was yes, the coach and then yes, when Bob was letting go Brett yes, transferred to Ole Miss correct. that's correct yes okay so the other way around uh, good stuff I I always am fascinated, especially when we talk with with former quarterbacks about current offenses. So when you look at the offense that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss run right now, and you look at the offense that Mike Leach and Mississippi State run right now, which one would you be better in? Oh, I think it would have been Lane's, uh, just just because of the um, uh, what all the quarterback does. You know, it's um. Uh, I think the way Mike Leach described his offense was like it's a wishbone through the air because he distributes the ball to, and that's what we did. That's why you know my rushing yards were not near like a lot of these guys are these days because we had five guys running the ball. Yeah, you know, so it was spread out, and that's why the receiving yards for you know uh, one certain receiver won't be near as much because you got five guys catching the ball. So it's just the the same deal through the air. So, yeah, I think I would have um, uh, moved the ball a little better in Lane's deal. You know, it, it, it's really fascinating. We talked with uh, with John Darnell on Friday. He was uh-huh. with me in studio here in Oxford, and I asked him the exact same question. He's like, "Oh, without a doubt, it's Mike Leach's offense." He said, yeah. "I mean, I ran it a little bit." He said, "But I was way more comfortable standing in the pocket and throwing it, and you know, being accurate. Didn't have the biggest arm in the world, but you know, pretty accurate." 
And, and so, I mean, it's all that skill set, right? It's all about it the is. right fit. It, it, it's exactly what it is, and they do such a great job of recruiting kids that can that can come and do what they need them to do. You know, that's the thing. You can you can go out and you know, and, and Coach Leach had his eye on Will for years. You know, yeah. before he he came to Mississippi State, so he knew exactly what he could do, and and we're seeing the results now. You know, he's uh, he's a great fit for that offense. I'm curious what you think of Matt Corral and the way he plays the quarterback position. He, play, he plays it just like I would, I think. I think he uh, he plays it hard-nosed and tough. He doesn't back up. And, and um, uh, uh, he loves the game. You can tell he has a passion for the game. And not to say that Will doesn't, but just – you know he'll he'll stick his face in there sometimes maybe when he shouldn't but uh um well it, it's fun as you were saying that i was thinking 2018 now you don't really want your quarterback taking a swing at a defensive player who's no. got his helmet on that's pretty stupid <laughs> right. but i bet john bond watched that happen and said I like that guy. <laughs> maybe not, on, maybe not right. in the 24-hour window, but otherwise. <laughs> yeah, well, I like the fact that he is not scared. And this is a game that you can't play scared. Not Like I said, I'm not saying Will's scared. I'm just saying you know he ain't. <laughs> there is no question he's ready to get in there and play football and and uh you know sometimes it's it's hard for state fans to watch that kind of stuff but when you look at it just as a a purely a quarterback deal that it, that's the kind of stuff I like I like uh, to be in a a part of the game and not just the passing part of the game I like to be part of the running part as well you know be a part of all facets of the game and and uh shoot I love holding for extra points so <laughs> Hey, I hear you, man. Going off. <laughs> hey, that was the first way I ever got on the field. Extra points. Yeah, that was it. Hey, yeah. That's a tough job. Now I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, that's a tough job. That was my very first play from uh, scrimmage. It um, uh, it was up in the Liberty Bowl. You know, we were playing uh, Memphis State back then, and um, Bill Bell, uh, my center, who's still a great friend of mine to this day, had. Uh, gotten in an altercation on Thursday night and um, had broken a couple of fingers on his hand. Mm-hmm. And he was, a, he was a deep snapper, and he could rifle it. Well, his towards was off a little bit. He, <laughs> he, he got a little high, and I had to jump straight up and stick it with one hand. And I, by the time I came back down, you know, you're supposed to holler, fire, fire, fire. Well, this is my first play from, you know, scrimmage in college game. And so I didn't holler anything. I just, whoo, I caught it and came back down. But, you know, I had to leap off the ground. I came back down, boom, put it on the tee. Well, the kicker was already standing there with his leg still back, you know. And then when I put it down, he just went, boop, and it barely made it over the line of scrimmage. <laughs> it was the dangerous thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. <laughs> John, you know, we think about Mississippi State. You know, you, you made your fame running the football out of the quarterback position. You know, guys like Don Smith and, yeah. you know, Dak even. And, yeah. of course, Nick Fitzgerald. As a Mississippi State guy who's your whole life, does it still blow your mind to watch this team throw the ball 50, 60 times a game? Oh, yeah. It does. I, I it, can't get hold of it. You know, and and here's the thing, too, is everybody was talking about, you know, he, he could walk out and in five minutes find a running back in the state of Mississippi. You know, I mean, their running backs are everywhere. Well, so are receivers. we got some good receivers around here. And now that you're throwing yeah. the football all the time and you know that you're going to be able to catch some balls, that's when they're going to start coming. The running backs came because we ran the ball. The receivers will come because we're throwing the ball. So, and the offensive line will come. It's just like somebody asked me, uh, it's been a couple of years, but they, do you think the wishbone, the triple option in some form or fashion would work? And I said, well, yeah. But the thing is, you can't get the guys to come run it. 
because they're thinking about you know down the road playing in the NFL, do you know catching footballs and, and offensive linemen are thinking about pass blocking. They're not thinking about coming off the ball, so you won't be able to get the, the athletes you need to come run it. Yeah, and you've got a quarterback now at uh, St. Joe who uh, is going to pick up some uh, some interest. You know, what which of these two offenses, if he were to get offers, would uh, would fit better? Uh, lanes, without a doubt, yeah. lanes. No now, could question. you could, could you push him towards that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I got you know, John. John and I, you know, we got a lot in common. But the St. Joe St. Aloysius thing, I can't. Oh yeah, that's, that's the right. one thing. St. Al guy. Yeah. That's right. I can't. I can't ever get past it. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> John, let, let me ask you this: as we we kind of go down the the quarterback road, when when yeah. you look at Will Rogers' development. And his level of comfort. Is there anything that stands out for you from where he is now, from where he was a year ago at this time? Oh, yeah. Well, you can see the difference in the first of the year and in different games. You know, I think that's why we were kind of sputtering offensively at times. It's just because he hadn't seen enough and hadn't done enough. Now everybody's dropping, you know, dropping eight, rushing three and, uh, you know, and I think he's he's kind of got the the gist of it. You know, he understands where people are going and what they're doing. I mean, you got eight guys that are dropping back. There's only so many places they can go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, yeah. you're going to have plenty of time. So that thing is kind of uh, that that bell doesn't go off quite as soon anymore. Um, you know, things it all starts to gel. Well, it's just like the triple option. If it just things happened a lot faster and a lot closer to the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, you stick the ball back and you, you can't put your eyes on the fullback. You got to put it on a defensive end because he's charging and you can get to where you can see that, well, he's not going to be able to get that fullback at that angle, you know, and, or he's not like Will's probably saying, well, he's not going to be able to make a pick from that angle where he's standing. I can get this ball in there. So things yeah. like that start to click and start to come into, into view a little bit better and, and a lot quicker and easier. Hey, only about 30 seconds or so left. Um, I won't make it. If, if the. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways I could have gone with that. I just won't. I just won't. If the forecast turns out to be true, and we're playing this game in the you know mid 40s with a north wind and some rain, who does it affect most? Wow. Um, well, it affects Mississippi State mostly on offense. Um, so, uh, but how they handle it is going to be the question. You know, I think. So is that uh, like a mindset thing more I, I, than the I, I physical think beast? A lot of it is the way they can get those balls dry and in and out now, and and uh, I don't think that's that much of a big deal. Now throwing the ball down the field will be a big deal. Yeah, um, but you know, getting especially the ball if that quick. wind blows like yeah, they're exactly. talking about. Exactly. Man, you are the best. Wish you and your family appreciate a y'all. happy Thanksgiving. Can't tell y'all. you enough how much we appreciate your time. Man, yeah, thank you all. Go dogs. John Bond. Quarterback at Mississippi State, 80, 81, 82, and 83. Two and two in the Egg Bowl. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 61. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions. A beautiful day, high near 67. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 48. And a 50-50 shot of rain on Thanksgiving, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. On game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEase are ready. Call PeopleEase today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEase.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is releasing 50 million barrels from the U.S. stockpile to try to bring down gas prices. Congressman Michael Guest and others, including some Democrats, would prefer to see the administration lift restrictions on domestic drilling that have made us more reliant on OPEC, Russia, and other foreign countries. Doing so would increase our ability to supply our own oil by up to 20%. Coming into 2021, the big question, for business owners was how quickly they could recover from the worst of the pandemic the year before. But Ashley Edwards, CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council, says they ended up seeing higher infection rates with the Delta surge. Yet, uh, we still saw record commerce here on the coast and really in the state as a whole. I mean, the state's coffers are overflowing right now, doing really, really well. Labor shortages and supply chain issues continue to be a huge problem. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from C Spire. 
Our team of super-specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Ceasefire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit ceasefire.com slash business. I'm Michael Watson, Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State. Mississippians are known for our generosity, especially during the Christmas season. Just last year, Mississippi Charities bought in roughly $1.7 billion. Before you make a donation, be sure to check the validity of the charity or organization on our website, sos.ms.gov. Taking this extra step will not only protect you, but will also ensure your donation goes to those who need it most. From the Secretary of State family to yours, have a safe and Merry Christmas. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And, of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. Today, it's an SEC matchup as the Bulldogs of Mississippi State take on the Rebels of Ole Miss. Many, many thanks to our friend John Bond. Former Mississippi State quarterback, 2-2 two two in Egg Bowls. Almost 3-1. Almost 4-0. Hey, hey, Dad, Will has sent us oh God. a video. Not Will East. Okay. Will, Will Chandler on Twitter has sent us a video. Yes. I, I retweeted uh, From the that, 1981 yes. Egg Bowl. And I mean. I want you to sit there with a straight face and tell me that you think that's passive. I want you to look I mean, into the in camera this, and lie. In this HD video that I am watching on repeat over and over and over, I don't know that I've ever seen a call that is more abundantly clear, unbelievable, clearly representative. You had an of opportunity pass interference. You had an opportunity to just you know to take the high road. People talk about me being biased. Listen to this. Listen to what's coming out of his mouth right now. I mean, look, the Ole Miss wide receivers pushed over at the end. He can't get. Yeah, you know, I mean, he can't complete the catch. I mean, and, and look. We don't see the first eight seconds of the film. I see no video evidence that that call was wrong. None. None <laughs> Richard whatsoever. Would have, Richard would have been in the booth for the Saints-Rams game going, what? Nothing. It's I fine. mean, what happened, no, what I happened remember. at the 20-yard line, the 15, the 10, the 5, and the goal line before we see the end of this play? I remember a very similar sentiment after the 2018 NFC Championship game from yeah. said Richard Cross. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like whatever. No, you weren't whatever. You were, uh, I don't know if that was a penalty, and they may have gotten the call right. See? Oh, that's right. You guys were all wearing your, your black and gold underwear, Richard, black and gold glasses that day. Richard yeah, is wearing his black and white. Richard is a homer for the referee. Yeah, you're an officiating homer. The worst right. kind of homer. <laughs> you're uh, biased hey, towards Dad. the stripes. Hey, Dad, I see nothing in this video. Mm. Nothing in this uh, video yeah. that makes me believe that pass interference should have been called. <laughs> there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Richard Cross, a man of honesty and integrity. Uh, 
Give us an asterisk on that one, please. No, uh, there, there are no asterisks. And, and I was kind of being funny about the whole we don't know what happened before. Hey, but the flag happen. doesn't come in before. The flag comes in at the end of the play. It comes in as soon as he's like, oh, we intercepted it? Flag. I wonder if that was the, the 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 origin of the just send them a letter afterwards. Let them know how badly we screwed hmm. them. I don't know, man. He's got, he was kind of backing into the receiver. He's kind of backing into him. Yeah, okay. Could it have been one of those situations like the 2001 national championship where they called mm, PI on Miami? Miami State? But the ref that threw the flag wanted it to be defensive holding. That's the call he gave to the head official. Was it was holding? It was not pi. The de- the like the pass breakup was clean, but on the way down the route was a holding. But the head ref called pi. Could it have been that? We've seen that in a big game before. Yes, I suppose it could have been. But again, he threw the flag. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that in 1981 defensive holding existed. I think it was just pass interference back in the day. Did Walker Jones say they had 12 men on the field on the first play after the said. touchdown, and it was a 15 yard penalty? That doesn't seem right either. But no, but who knows? Well, we still li- the striped shirts didn't get that one right either. We still live in a world where you can, as a defender, get beat. In a 50-yard go route, and you grab the guy's arms, don't let him catch the pass, and it's only a 15-yard penalty. That still happens in college. So it could have been 15 yards back then. It's true. I don't know. Spot foul is the most obvious thing for P.I. in the world. I mean, you hear it all the time. Guy gets beat, and so he just pulls the jersey of the guy that beat him because you'd rather give up 15 yards than 50. And all the announcers are like, oh, really? Really heads up play there. Well, we could eliminate that. We could. Make it a spot foul. Be done with it. Absolutely could. It's very simple, but yet. And then also, I mean, do you, do you give if the, uh, well, and right now it's a spot foul if it's inside 15 yards. So, I mean, if pass interference happens at eight yards down the field, they put it at the spot of the foul and go automatic first down. If it's beyond 15 yards, then it's the 15-yard penalty. Um, Where, and what, in, in the end zone, it's at the one? Put it at the one? Yeah. Something like that. Now, where was the guy in the room to be like, hey, guys, spot foul is great. Just make it, you know, the whole field. Well, I mean, while we're doing that, let's get re- let's go to NFL clock rules as well. But college football is a little unique. Uh, so what happened last night on Twitter that uh, caused you, Michael Borky, to be classified as a State homer, highly biased toward Mississippi State? Oh, I don't know. But but that's, uh, honestly, although that guy, I have no idea what he's listening to. That that Mm -hmm. is a compliment. I actually, truly, honestly take that. Oh, put it on your resume. As a compliment. you, Ole Miss alum, Michael Borky, are impartial, are so impartial, that you have been taken as a biased State fan. I will. That is you doing your job. I think so, anyway. But, yeah, that uh, that happened. Also, what happened, by the way, we haven't talked about this yet because, you know, John and that great conversation. Penn State j- gave James Franklin a 10-year contract in $80 million every penny guaranteed of that $80 million. Guaranteed. James Franklin, Penn State, 10 years, $80 million guaranteed. And he will get every single cent 
of that okay. $80 million regardless of what happens. Once again, the state of Mississippi's laws save these universities so much money with this stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about that more in a minute. Because I don't know that we've got time to fully unpack it right now. And that happened during the show. So we've gotten a couple of messages about it. I've not had a chance to stop and read the story yet. My first question is, why? Why? Fear. Fear. This this fear that has been injected into some of these programs whose coaches dare be listed for other jobs. Let's be honest here. James Franklin has been at Penn State for a long time. I didn't realize how long it actually was. He's been there since 2014. That was his first year there. Been a long time. What has he done that's been impressive? Truly impressive. There's a few seasons in there where they've won games plus a bowl game. He doesn't beat Ohio State. He doesn't beat Michigan. He does not win his conference. Or doesn't go to the conference championship. He has won... The Big Ten one time in eight years. Won his division one time in eight years. And you give him a decade and eighty million guaranteed for one division win, one conference win in eight years? I don't understand what the it's fear. But what are you doing? What has given you, Penn State, such fear that this might leave your program? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, they've won. They've been good. But they haven't been that good, have they? No. No. I mean, especially last two years, things are really going poorly. I mean, last year with COVID, the injury bug just wrecked that team. I mean, they they had the worst injury luck that I can remember in college football. But still, it was four and five a year ago. Now he's seven and four. His offense is atrocious. He is not anywhere close to Ohio State. Not anywhere close. Not in recruiting, not in results on the field, anywhere remotely close. And you give him 10 years and $80 million guaranteed. And Michigan State's going to give Mel Tucker even more than that, apparently. And he is not close to Ohio State. Not close. Yeah. Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. If you want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. Right, Whit? That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash Bark. So we get this. Uh, great time to be a coach, unless you're Dan Mullen or Orgeron. But, I mean. Still good to be them. Dan Mullen's getting $12 million to be fired. Orgeron got... What was the number they settled on? Seven million? Eight million? What nine million? Whatever the number was. From oh, Mullen? He, he, Twelve. Orgeron's no, no, getting no, not sixteen. Mullen, Ogeron. Ogeron's oh, Ogeron. sixteen yeah. million to go away. It's a great time to be a coach, period. Even if you are Dan Mullen or Ed Ogeron. Now, 
Does your pride hurt a little bit? I guess. Tell me how it's not good to be at Ogeron. He won a national championship two years ago. He's now got $20, $30 million in the bank. It's incredible. And now James Franklin's guaranteed $80 million? Good for them. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, in the Pearl River Resort Studios. We will be right back. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Watch for a bit of slowdown due to a disabled vehicle blocking the northbound left lane, I-55, just before Pearl Street, exit 96A. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas Store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our holiday open house, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums, located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. 
Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Robinson checking the 6 5, comes on the bootleg action, has running room toward the goal line, and the corner scores! Sleepy Robinson on the bootleg action runs over Chauncey Godwin and scores! Rapid in maroon and white. Pitches to Deuce. Now he's going to throw back to the near side to Miller. He catches 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Wow! He's doing it all tonight. Deuce at He's doing it all tonight. Somebody forgot to cover the quarterback. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be a part of the conversation. Join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. So, um, I don't know, a little coaching carousel conversation? Yeah, I think so. Because the next layer to this. Because somebody said, why are you talking about this? It's Egg Bowl week. First of all, it's big college football news, and a lot of people are talking about it. Second of all, though, this, whether directly or indirectly, relates right back to the state of Mississippi, one way or another, because, as we mentioned before, Mel Tucker's going to get a stupid contract. It's Regardless if it's the 95 number or not anymore, it's going to be ridiculous. Whoever LSU hires is going to get a stupid amount of money also, even if it's Billy Napier, which apparently it might be. The market's resetting. At least it feels that way. And it does not appear at the moment that LSU is making a run at Lane Kiffin. It doesn't appear that Florida's making a run at him either. It does not appear to be on those lists right now. But there's that Miami thing hanging out there. And even if they don't fire Manny Diaz, which reportedly last night is increasingly less likely, still could happen, but not as likely as people think, Ole Miss is going to have to give Lane Kiffin a raise. Even if Miami doesn't come after him, he and his agent are going to get more money from Ole Miss. How much? And how do you work around the four-year thing in the state of Mississippi? Because I promise you... Jimmy Sexton and Lane Kiffin are going to make sure that it's not just a one-year rollover with a little bit more money. There's going to be some assurances there 
So if you're Keith Carter, one, I'm sure you hate Penn State right now and Michigan State and LSU because they're driving the price up. Well, which we talked about with Keith Carter last week, right? About a market yeah. reset that is actively happening. What was his quote? Seven's the new five? Yeah. Oh. What do you do? Because you got to do something. Even if Miami doesn't come well, open, a raise is coming. It's going to basically be demanded by coach and agent. So what do you do? Let's take this beyond Ole Miss. What do you do if you're Mississippi State? You got Mike Leach sitting there at $5 million. In year two of his deal, I don't, hey Dad, I don't know if there was an automatic rollover or if they extended it back out to four years after last season. I, I don't know the answer to that. Do you? I don't believe they extended it last year. I don't believe they did. Okay. Well, if they didn't extend it after last year, then obviously you're going to extend his deal this year. Mm-hmm. But why would Mike Leach say, sure, just keep it how it is and extend it two more years when he goes? Right. Yeah, I, I I got this thing moving now. There's there's going to be a, 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 a an increase. So there, there's no way around that. How much is that increase going to be? I don't know the answer. Maybe maybe a half mil, maybe a mil. I don't know the answer. I don't I don't think Leach is going to seven. But if he went to six, I wouldn't be overly surprised. Yeah, Man, that doesn't seem unreasonable. Yeah. Why is hmm. Just want to, real quick, Richard, we got some bad news here on Twitter. Cecil Hurt passed away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Been Cecil had some pretty serious health issues. Yeah. The funniest guy I, I on Twitter that I ever got to deal with. Just absolutely sharp, hilarious, great writer. That sucks. That sucks. Been at the Tuscaloosa News for a long time covering Alabama, certainly one of the veteran sports writers in uh, in the SEC footprint. And Cecil wasn't, I mean, I think to a degree everybody that comes across, uh, covers Alabama is going to come across a little pro-Alabama, but mm-hmm. it, how do you not come across pro-Alabama if you cover the team and you have for the last 15 years, much he less wa- the last he, 30 he or 40 to Alabama. years? He went to Alabama. He worked for Bear Bryant for a little while. I'll begrudge yeah. him a little bias. Yeah, but uh, but I Great didn't guy, really though. ever feel like that's what Cecil was in terms of the way he covered Alabama. He's a good writer and a uh, lot of institutional knowledge and a, uh, a good person as well. Condolences to uh, Cecil's family and friends and all of the Alabama fans out there that have read him for so many years covering the Crimson Tide. That stinks. That's a bummer. Just a bummer. College football fix is coming up. Borky, the, the question that I was struggling for exactly how to word. Why does Lane Kiffin's name come up for every job? Because he puts it out there. You think he's the one that's putting it out there? Yeah. I don't think Jimmy Sexton does that for all of his clients. Jimmy Sexton floats names, but seems more than some. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com. 
News, I'm Mary Corsetti. A final autopsy report has been released for Brian Laundrie, the deceased boyfriend of Gabby Petito and sole person of interest in her disappearance. These are the results we now have that, in fact, it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound, death by suicide, and the attorney for the parents of Brian Laundrie now hope everybody can maybe get some closure. Fox's Phil Keating. And the youngest victim of the Astroworld Festival tragedy is being laid to rest today in Dallas. Nine-year-old Ezra Blount was at Astroworld with his dad. Treston created a GoFundMe page for his son Ezra, who was in a medically induced coma after being trampled. He wrote that Ezra was on his shoulders as they waited for Drake to take the stage when he started to be crushed. He passed out and when he woke up, he says his son was gone. Blount, among others, has filed a lawsuit against Travis Scott, Live Nation, and others associated with the event. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State lawmakers were hoping to address several issues if a special session was called on medical marijuana, but that's looking unlikely. House Speaker Philip Gunn told us they still intend to address the nursing shortage. They'll just have to do it in the regular session, which starts in January. So we brought forward a proposal working with the Senate to uh, develop a plan to give the hospitals some resources that they could use to try to keep our nurses and health care workers long Uh, nursing home workers here. Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith are praising a Navy contract awarded to Ingalls to purchase materials in advance of construction of LHA-9, an American-class amphibious assault ship. The contract is for over $113 million. Work associated with it is expected to be completed by April of 2024. I'm Kelly Bennett. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian, Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
The Supreme Court has ruled against Mississippi in a water rights case. Mississippi had claimed that Memphis was taking water from an underground aquifer which stretches beneath parts of North Mississippi and Tennessee. December 1st, they'll take up Mississippi's abortion case. That centers around a 2018 Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. The Waltons returned to TV this Sunday, 50 years after the show first premiered. The Waltons' homecoming will air on The CW at 7. Mississippi native Sam Haskell produced the TV movie. And though new actors play the familiar characters, Richard Thomas, who played John Boy, is a big part of the special. He is introducing the movie at the top for about 45 seconds and talking about the history of the Waltons and so forth. And then he is going to be the voice narrating of older John Boy looking back. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Power outages causing you to act like the Grinch this holiday season? Taylor Power Systems has the perfect gift to make your days merry and bright. Taylor Power is an authorized dealer for Briggs and Stratton residential generators. We offer numerous sizes to meet the power needs of any home. Financing is now available. Call us today at 601-922-4444 to discuss a Briggs and Stratton standby generator for your home. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And one of the greatest games ever played in the long history of Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ole Miss has scored 17 points in the fourth quarter to defeat State 24 to 23. Wallace is going to run it. Go Wallace, but he bubbles a football. It's time for the Sonic Drive of the Game, brought to you by your hometown Sonic Drive-Ins of Mississippi. The Sonic Drive-In, America's favorite drive-in. And perhaps as far as I'm concerned, the drive of the game may be our drive home from Starkville to Jupilo. And hopefully it'll be an uneventful drive. o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm thank you for being with us how much fun have the last two days been how much fun is tomorrow going to be as we count you down these conversations with former players some guys that we've gotten to know some guys that we don't know particularly well but have been willing to share with us their memories of the egg bowl this has been a fun week it's only Tuesday. And the best part is, we've only got to wait another two days to get to game. We don't have to wait all the way till Saturday. Exactly. See? Thanksgiving egg bowls. Yeah. 
Sports Talk Mississippi will be at the Country Club of Jackson next Tuesday for the presentation of the C Spire Connerly Trophy to the season's top college football player in Mississippi. We'll hear from coaches, players, and past winners during the show. Sports Talk Mississippi next Tuesday at the 2021 C Spire Connerly Trophy presentation ceremony. Looking forward to that. We've got high school football coming your way on Friday. This is uh, north half and south half week. Trying to set up the state championship games. Not as many games, and so not as much to cover. This week, the high school football scoreboard show from Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Companies will, as always, begin at 10 o'clock, but will wrap up at 11 o'clock. So 10 to 11 this Friday night for high school football recaps and roundups and getting set for state championship matchups. That is all coming up. You want to be a part of the conversation? C Spire text line 601 879 4395. Again, 601 879 4395. Save that number in your phone. Also, let C Spire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. Should we do it? Let's do it. That music can mean one of two things. Either it's the SEC on CBS or it's time for the college football fix. And I think that's the answer on this Tuesday afternoon. Driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Stop by your local Ford dealer and just say, what's up? Maybe you want to test drive the all-new Ford Bronco. Maybe it's the Explorer, the Expedition. Maybe it's the 2021 F-150 where you want to get behind the wheel. You can do that at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Just a brief pause on Egg Bowl, Egg Bowl, and nothing but the Egg Bowl. And let's talk about some of the other games. Alabama-Auburn this weekend. Texas A&M-LSU this weekend. Kentucky-Louisville, Clemson-South Carolina. So we've got a bunch of rivalry games. But then let's step outside the uh, outside the SEC. Cincinnati is at East Carolina. Cincinnati probably played its second most complete game of the year this past weekend. I'm going to say their most complete game because of the stakes and who the opponent was had to be Notre Dame. Because they didn't just kind of beat Notre Dame, they convincingly beat Notre Dame. But last week they were really good against SMU. East Carolina became bowl eligible for the first time since 2014, two weeks ago against Memphis. They beat Navy this past week. They play hard, hard for Mike Thomas, I think it is, their head coach that used to be at James Madison. Is this a danger zone? Is this a dangerous spot for Cincinnati in Greenville? I feel like after we've watched Cincinnati these past few weeks, I know they played well last week, but they're Cincinnati, right? Their their talent level isn't going to be that different than the rest of these group of five schools that they play. So it's always kind of danger zone. Every game they play, if they're not switched on, they can get caught. So, yeah, it's definitely danger zone because if they don't play in their best game, they could they can they can lose a lot easier than a Georgia or Alabama or Ohio State not playing their best game. Or, or Borky, or, or 
has Luke Fickle's team gotten to the point where they see the finish line and they know if they take care of business, they are in? And do they do that? I think they will. I I think to ESPN's very strong anger, they will do it. I think they're going to, especially because SMU was their most difficult challenge, and they were locked in, and they were impressive. They got one loss, Houston, in the conference championship game next week. They do. I think they're going to do it, and I think it's going to bother a lot of people, especially after they get beat by a whole lot by Georgia in the first round of the playoff, and this is what's going to happen. This was The perfect storm has happened for them because at this point, like we talked about before, they were told, schedule Power 5 teams, beat them, and win the rest. And if they do that, they will make the playoff, and it's going to bug a lot of people. But they will have deserved it. And the thing is, I think this is sustainable for them. They've got a lot of things going their way that's not just a head coach. I feel like Louisiana is going to kind of be done when... Billy Napier moves on possibly this year. They've got stuff going at Cincinnati, though, that it, that extends beyond just a coach winning games because he's out coaching people. They've got infrastructure in place that can be a winner moving forward. I think they can. So these next two weeks are huge for them, and they're going to prove it and then also not prove it a few weeks after that. What if they play Georgia tough? They did last year. What if they do it again? That, that's one thing that has bothered me throughout this whole discussion is that, oh, well, Cincinnati plays Georgia, they get blown out. Well, they didn't last year, and I know Georgia's better, but Cincinnati is better too, I think. So, you know, there's the possibility that they could play over their heads for a day. That's, you know, I know we've had some, some blowouts, a lot of blowouts, and a lot of those are because you have, you know, the idea that Oklahoma or Washington or Clemson or Ohio State are going to play over their head. That doesn't really exist when you're an uber-talented team. The teams that play over their heads are teams like Cincinnati because there's no chance that Alabama doesn't take Clemson seriously. There's no chance that Georgia doesn't take Ohio State seriously. But Georgia might not take Cincinnati seriously. And if that's the case, then they have an opportunity. Ohio State is at Michigan. Ohio State is an eight-point favorite. But I kind of feel like saying Ohio State is only an eight-point favorite. Michigan's had a good year. Like like that, for all the criticism that Jim Harbaugh has taken, and deservedly so, Michigan has had a good season. Can you give me one reason not to lay eight points with Ohio State with the way they've been playing? Oh, no. No. Uh, he disconnected there. We'll get him back in a second. Um, okay. But no, no, you're not crazy because no. here's the difference. Sorry, Ed, you, you cut out there. It's all right. You're back now. There he's back. They're going to get killed. Bet on Ohio State was the whole synopsis I had there. Can you give me one reason, Borky? To, to take Michigan? No, none. I, ha- I have none. Uh, so but, why is that only an eight-point line? Big rival. I mean, the Colts should try to get even money, correct? Not yeah, necessarily to... Like, wouldn't you be more likely to 
get some people to lay the points if it was 10 or 11 or 12? Maybe uh, Gary Barta is also setting lines in the desert because he believes Michigan's better than Michigan State always has. True. So maybe that's him. But well, I think Michigan's going to play Ohio State closer than Michigan State. Oh, did. they certainly will. But, yeah, but they'll still lose by three touchdowns. The concept of defense winning championships doesn't exactly hold up anymore. Because when you can score to the level that Alabama did last year, that LSU did the year before, you don't have to play great defense. In fact, it's it's near impossible to play great defense when your offense is scoring at will and forcing you to play 80 plays a game, you know? So, Michigan plays defense well. They seem like they're fundamentally sound and all that stuff. But they lack what Ohio State has. Explosive athletes on offense. They don't have a dynamic quarterback that can beat you on multiple levels throwing the football and running the football. They don't have dynamic wide receivers that can beat any coverage that you throw at them. They just don't have that. Might be close for a while, but... Eight's low. Too low. Baylor's a 14-point favorite at home against Texas Tech. Oklahoma State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Oklahoma. Notre Dame, fresh off a 55-0 beatdown of Georgia Tech. Only a 17-and-a-half-point favorite at a bad Stanford. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Watch for a bit of delay due to an earlier disabled vehicle blocking the left lane in the northbound direction at I-55 just before the Pearl Street exit, exit 96A. And watch for your typical drive time congestion causing delays at I-55 at the stack. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salad Lucas Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. From Broad Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online. 3in1giftcard.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less 
time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi State and Ole Miss getting set of this series between these two schools that dates back to 1901. And since the year 1915, with the exception of World War II years, these teams have met on an annual basis. It's a foot race, and Walton is going to go all the way. That's running room toward the goal line, and the corner scores. Rapid in maroon and white. This ball game is officially in the record book. Picked off by Ole Miss. Down the sidelines goes Bridges. He's taking it to the house. Touchdown, Rebel! Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Sporky, we're going to go next segment with Kevin Fant. Is That's that right. correct? Yep. All right. Kevin Fant, former Mississippi State quarterback. Man, he was a star in high school. Absolutely. Hey, Dad, you, you, you've heard the legend of that one game. Mm-hmm. The Moss Point South Panola game in oh, yeah. early yeah. in the regular season, fall 1998. Mm-hmm. It was on a Saturday night, and I remember that because we played our season opener. I think it was a season opener. Was it the first game of the year? Does that sound right? Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't the first game of the year, it was early in the season. But we played our season opener at Oxford on Friday night, and several of my buddies and I went over and uh, and watched that one in person and it was uh it was great. It was great. Is that right fall of 98 or fall of 99? Well, he would have been a uh ooh, hold on. Yeah, he would have been a true freshman in 99, so fall of 98. Yeah, fall of 98. That's right. He and I were the same age. That's, that's what I was thinking, but then it's like the the memory got cloudy in my head. But yeah, that that's exactly right. Uh Sports Talk Mississippi with you. You want to be a part of the show? We'd love to uh, hear from you. As is always the case, Sports Talk brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. That's the uh, the website. Second annual Holly Jolly Holidays returns December 1st through the 12th. Events include ice skating on real ice. That will be at the uh, Oxford City Pavilion at the intersection of Bramlett and University Avenue. 
real-life there, carriage rides around the square, live ice carving demonstration, visits with Santa, and more. You can find all of the information on their website. Visit OxfordMS.com and follow them on all of their social media platforms. I feel like we just need to exhale for a second. I mean, it's like <laughs> this thing is a sprint Man, to kick off on Thursday night. I, I've done... I've done two. I've been interviewed twice today. I did the interview with you today. I have another interview after we're done tonight. I'm, I'm tired of saying the same things. Somebody come up with a new question because I'm tired of saying the same things over and over again. Morky, I want to go back to the question that I threw out earlier. Why does Lane Kiffin's name pop up for every job that opens? Multi-layered. First of all, the media loves it. They love it. They put his name in everything because it gets clicks and Na- uh, national media, national media, media, and they need it. For example, uh, a guy that's doing a really good job. He's with the Cowherd Network now. He, it's called the J Boy Show. I don't know what his real name is. He has made Lane Kiffin the front runner in every job opening out there. All, literally all of them. At some point or another, he has clickbaited. My sources are telling me he's the next head coach here. I swear. Just loves putting his name in there because it it generates views for his YouTube show, which is successful. So it's working out for him just fine. It's not rooted in reality. But you can't convince me that for one reason or another, this is not being done by him or somebody that represents him. Oh, yeah, that, that, that much is obvious. It's obvious. There's a reason that multiple media members in Miami continue to say, different ones, different places, not just one guy, but a lot of guys that cover Miami have said a variation of, he wants the job, he's interested in the job. They're not making that up. That's coming from somewhere. May or may not be Jimmy, may or may not be Lane, but somebody is doing that. Just like somebody did that with Auburn last year. It could just be ego because he likes pulling up Twitter and seeing that, hey, Lane Giffen is rumored for this job. Makes you feel good. I would love for people to talk about me like that. It would be good. It would help me get pay increases. I can pay bills. That would be nice. But at the same time, I mean, and this is the same thing that State went through with Mullen. Is I, I, I have to assume Killen, Kiffin, Killen, who is Killen? Uh, Kiffin has interest in bigger jobs. And, you know, oh, Ole, yeah. Miss is a, Ole Miss is a big job. It's a good job. He's making plenty of money. He's in the SEC. He's going to play in big games. But there are bigger jobs out there than Ole Miss, and two of them are open right now. I, I don't I don't consider Miami a bigger job than Ole Miss. But Florida and LSU are open. LSU, for whatever reason, seems determined not to go down that route. Florida, I think we talked about it yesterday, I don't know that Scott Strickland would call Lane Kiffin. But they would both be wise to do so. Kiffin is of the available, of the of a, a head coach that you could get, Kiffin is probably number one on the list. Of a coach who's just not so entrenched at his school, that has an interest in looking around, Kiffin is that guy. So Ole Miss is going to have to deal with this the same way Mississippi State fans had to deal with Dan Mullen. And as long as he's there, these rumors are just going to happen. And one day, the rumors will turn into reality, in all likelihood. I agree with you in terms of results 
in recent years that Miami is not a better job than Ole Miss. It's not a better job in terms of facilities. It's not a better job in terms of fan support. It's not a better job in terms of season tickets or donations or commitment or passion. But it is a bigger brand. That, that, that is true. It is that a is true. It, even with all that Miami has gone through and the turnover at head coach since their last national championship and the dysfunction and the lack of support from the administration and a little bit of a revolving door at athletics director and whatnot. It takes Miami being good for about five minutes before the national media. I'm talking about everybody in the national media jumps all over the U is back, the U this, the U that, the U, 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 U. If, Is it if, going to change the fact that they're only going to have 28,000 people show up at the Dolphins' Hard Rock Stadium when they play... Wake Forest? Uh, Wake Forest? No. No. But Miami fans... My, Miami, more than a sports town, is an event town. When it becomes sexy to be there, those people will come out there again. And, and, and when they are playing a game... I mean, you, you remember what it looked like when they had Notre Dame at their place a few years back? They can fill that thing up and get the bandwagon going in a hurry at Miami. My, Miami, when they're at, when they get their act together, when they're at their ceiling, could easily replace Clemson as the top program in the ACC. Could do it easily with the right coach and the commitments that need to be made. But they have not had the right coach but, in a long time. And they have not had the right coach, and they have not had the commitments that need to be made. I thought... And they're currently like there with 65th Mark Rick. in recruiting with three four-stars. Yeah. And one of them from Mississippi. I thought for a second with Mark Rick, they had, I was like, that might that might be the way to go. He might be, but it just didn't work out. And Manny Diaz, I like Manny, but it's not working out. I don't know if Kiffin is that guy, but i tell you what, I would believe Kiffin is that guy. He would go down there, and I think he, he would have the, 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 the ability to win big there. I mean, hell, he can win big anywhere. He's in year yeah. two at Ole Miss after took over a program that was on life support, and that's being generous. And in year two, with an Egg Bowl win, we'll go to an Access Bowl and finish in the top ten. Yeah. All right, Borky, that, that's the second thing that I wanted to get to. What is the Ole Miss job? And we've gone down, and I've actually evolved my thinking a little bit. I don't think that Ole Miss can be a team that competes for a Western Division championship on an annual basis. But guess what, guys? We now have enough evidence to show that in seven seasons of the current college football playoff format and the New Year's Six Bowls, Ole Miss is a win on Thursday night. Don't know that they're going to get it. But they are a win on Thursday night from their third New Year's Six Bowl appearance in seven years. And what would be, if we were in a 12-team playoff, their second appearance in the playoff. Maybe Ole Miss is a better job than we're giving it credit for. Maybe. Just thinking out loud. We'll talk to Kevin Fant next. 
the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 61. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions. A beautiful day, high near 67. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 48. And a 50-50 shot of rain on Thanksgiving, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a thousand pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway and trade-in welcome. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers' massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else? You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. We'll be closed Thanksgiving Day, but we're going to open at 9 a.m. Friday with some great doorbuster specials like top-of-the-line Smith & Wesson ARs in 5.56 and 22 long rifle at prices so low I can't repeat them on the radio. And 9mm ammo, $19.99 a box, no limit. We'll also have sale prices on guns, ammo, and accessories all weekend. Please help us support the Marine Corps' Toys for Tots by bringing in an unwrapped toy, and we'll give you a free hour on our indoor shooting range. Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a thousand pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway and trade-in welcome. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers' massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else? The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice brand original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting licenses, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Work a safe Associated with it is expected to be completed by April of 2024. I'm Kelly Bennett.
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we celebrate Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas. Enjoy festive holiday music by Chris Dixon and Joyful Noise, Trisha Walker and the Buford Sisters, along with the brother-sister duo Variety. Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas will be held at the Grammy Museum Mississippi on December 6th at 7 p.m. and tickets are $50. To purchase tickets or learn more about the Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. He's away. And this is your spot for late-breaking news on State and Ole Miss. Sports Talk Mississippi on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk app, and always on your local Supertalk Mississippi station. All right, joining us now on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Former Mississippi State quarterback, now the head coach down at Van Cleve High School, Kevin Fant. Kevin, you were, we're going to talk about the 2001 Egg Bowl uh, You know that came at the end of, of an odd season for Mississippi State. Obviously, 9-11 happened and, and you know switched some things around. So this was not the final game of the year. Just how odd was that to not be playing Ole Miss last in 2001? It was a change-up. I mean... But, uh, there was bigger fish to fry at that time of year with everything that's going on. It was kind of, I know we was hoping to play BYU in the heat because we had to go up there and play in the different atmosphere and we was hoping to get them down here in the heat and then they get them at the end of the year and it's cold and it's more of their type of uh, temperature and weather conditions. And then for the Egg Bowl itself, you know, a, a cold night as well there in Starkville. Um, you know, Coach Sherrill, he, he obviously, you know, he, he understood the Egg Bowl. He took it seriously. He always, you know, had that, that game circled on his calendar. What was the message in, in the locker room prior to that particular game? I mean, it's always the same when it comes to rivalry. It's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it's trying to keep your players' emotions in check. You know, you want to play with high intensity. But you don't want to let your emotions get involved because when your emotions get involved, then you make bad decisions. And a lot of times that happens with rivalry when it gets really intense. And there's nothing wrong with intensity. You want to play intense and throw uh, a, you know, a lot of effort and intensity. But when the emotions get involved and you let your emotions get in, in the way, that's when bad decisions happen. And that's in everyday life, too, with your family and your wife and uh, personal relationships, friends, you can't get too emotional about everything. So I think 
most rivalry games when it comes to coaches and coach showed it the same is you know, want to preach the same things about intensity and playing with uh this a is, lot of spunk to you, but yeah, that's the biggest thing in my opinion when it comes to big rivalries is keeping your emotions in check. You had played in this game the year before when Wayne Madkin had gone down with illness up there in Oxford. This was the first Egg Bowl for the guy Cross. Guy, I, I don't know if you remember his name or not, Eli Manning. Uh, he went on to do a couple things. I, I don't, I don't really keep up with Ole Miss players all that much. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't either. But you know, you you know Eli Manning. You know the name. What did it mean to be going head to head with him? Well, it was it wasn't nothing new. We uh we went to camp together and we battled at a camp and so I'd already went head to head with him before that time coming out of high school. So wasn't a big deal. I, I was I was used to big rivalries and big competition coming out of Moss Point, and I didn't think nothing of it. You know, he was just another guy I was going against, and I had the opportunity actually. Worked at Manning Academy with him when I was in college. So I got to know him a little bit, the whole Manning crew. So uh, there's nothing new. I mean, yeah, he, he turned out and had a great career even after college, and he was a great player. And that night we just uh, happened to be playing better. One thing about this game that I always come back to is that just midway through the game, out of nowhere, I feel like Jackie Sherrill invented the Wildcat. I- <laughs> I had never seen it before, but they, you did some direct snap stuff to Ray Ray Bivens. What 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 sparked that? When did he install it? And, and should we give Jackie Sherrill credit for inventing that formation? Well, when it comes to football, you know, you can say this and invented this and Emory Ballard is the wing tee, but not wing tee, the wishbone. But, you know, football things come full circle, you know. You know, your four wide comes along in high school, and then uh, power running games comes back. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't jump out there and say he invented it, but it was definitely a mix-up. You know, I think if I remember right, we was on about the ten to twenty-yard line. I can't remember, and Ray Ray shifts in there to quarterback and runs a like a sweep around the right side mm-hmm. and jumps in with the ball high in the air and. It was a great play, great uh, mix-up at that time. I want to talk about just a little bit about this game, uh, the one we're having on Thursday, because I, I, anytime I get a chance to talk to a quarterback for, under any circumstances, I ask him this. How much would you enjoy playing in the offense Mississippi State runs right now? <laughs> I've been asked that a few times. Yeah, I, I don't, you ask any quarterback on the planet, does he want to throw it more? doesn't matter if he throws it 10 times a game or 50 times a game. They want to throw it again. That's just wanting the ball in your hands and wanting the situation in your hands. That comes from playing that position. If you're any good at that position and you're a leader, you want the ball in your hands. And yeah, I would like, I would love to throw it more. And if a quarterback says he don't, I question whether he's a true quarterback. But I say that, and I always got to say this too. How I put it, um, to me, I'm a little bit old school, mm-hmm. and I believe a running game is a quarterback's best friend also. Mm-hmm. So being able to run the football, especially in SEC, does open up some things. And at that time, you know, we were a power running game, and we had some good backs. And <clears throat> we, uh, you know, unfortunate when my turn to take over, 
we had a lot of injuries up front and some mishaps, but that's just the way life is. You mentioned those running backs. Desenzo Miller had 100 yards rushing this game. Dante Walker uh, scored three touchdowns. Also three inter- three interceptions. You know, Eli, I think, in that game had only thrown maybe two or three picks all year, and, and State got him three times, two of them by Corey Banks, who was a notorious trash talker. Did he have anything in particular to say after that game that you remember? Well, he, he did run that mile a good bit. He was. <laughs> I don't think he, you know, I came in with Fred Smoot. It was Fred come out of junior college and I was coming out of high school and got to play against him in high school so uh I don't think he is he runs that mile quite as much as Smoot did but he was he was knocking on the door he was close <laughs> end of the game 36 28 is the final score you get to lift the the egg ball trophy what does that moment mean to to a Mississippi State football player uh, it means a lot um you know you grow up in the state and that's that question the other day. I, you know, when I was doing my recruiting process, that was one of the big things at the end is I wanted to stay in the state of Mississippi. And you grow up watching ball or either looking at the paper or, and seeing about Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss. And, and you read about the egg ball. Even though if you don't keep up with football, you know what's going on this week. Even if you're not a football fan, you know what the Egg Bowl is. And to be able to host that, tro- host that trophy up meant a great deal because I got a picture that's in my wife's office at the house that my kids get to look at. I guess I can't remember who took it. I think the newspaper did at that time, and I got a copy of it. And you know, my kids were young, and they still are young, but they asked me about that picture, and so. The meaning and the meaning of that just keeps living on through my kids. That's really cool. One last question before we get you out of here, Kevin. You know, yeah, you're a, you're a coach. Obviously, you, you played under Coach Cheryl. What's something that Coach Cheryl did as a coach that you do as a coach? Well, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, you might laugh. You know, uh, he taught me how to deal with media in tough situations. <laughs> I have and, that. That's <laughs> well, uh, and you laugh because, you know, there were some tough situations. Uh, NCAA had come in investigating Coach Cheryl and some things, and there were some things that I was asked to the media that was tough to ask, and, you know, Coach Cheryl did teach me. He said, son, when you ask a question that is degrading to teammates or maybe a situation you don't want to talk about, start talking about another good situation and don't stop talking so they forget about it <laughs> and i got i got good at that you know somebody asked why didn't your offensive line block very well kevin i just sit there and start talking about how good descenzo did <laughs> <laughs> so i mean because in high school you know sometimes newspapers don't ask a hard question to teenagers and that's a good thing mm-hmm. when you become a young man in college you got to start learning to deal with those tough situations those tough questions and uh, that's one of the big things I learned from him coming into high school coaching is, uh, you know, dealing with parent situations and uh, dealing with uh, the media. 
That was Kevin Fant with Brian Haydad on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Kevin Fant played better than Eli Manning did on that particular night. Took through, uh, I think, 200 and I think I saw a second ago, 263 yards, had a touchdown pass. Eli Manning was picked off three times that night. And Mississippi State got the win in Starkville. 36 28 was the final. Is that a game that stands out? In your memory, I remember it. It, it, it was so unique because at the time it was the first time the Egg Bowl wasn't the final game of the season, and State was really bad that year. Um, so to win the Egg Bowl, you know, was a, was a big thing at that in that particular season. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. We will wrap up the Tuesday edition of the show when we come back with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. SupertalkTV.com, Supertalk.fm, and anywhere else you want to listen. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Watch for a bit of delay due to an earlier disabled vehicle blocking the left lane in the northbound direction at I-55 just before the Pearl Street exit, exit 96A. And watch for your typical drive time congestion causing delays at I-55 at the stack. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi's super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 21. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Are you more excited for the turkey or the egg? Getting you ready for the Egg Bowl. Sports Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on Super Talk Mississippi. segment with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for being with us for now 48 hours and change. 48 hours and about all 45 minutes or so until kickoff of the 2021 Egg Bowl between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. That is our focus this week. By the way, on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, Egg Bowl Day, we will have an hour and a half of Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Uh, kind of a pregame to the pregame show. And uh, it will start at 3.06, just like normal, and we'll carry you to 4.30 when the pregame shows for the Mississippi State Radio Network and the Ole Miss Radio Network begin across the uh, Super Talk Mississippi Network, all across the state of Mississippi and uh, and beyond. So we'll have that for you on Thursday. If you're traveling to Starkville on Thursday afternoon, be sure to lock it in on Super Talk Mississippi or grab the Super Talk Live app for free, and you can uh, listen live or listen on demand to the uh, to the you know kind of a de facto pregame show for the Egg Bowl that's coming up with you on Thursday afternoon, starting at three oh six, just like always, and it'll take you up until four thirty. Is there anything happening this week besides uh, we got college football playoff rankings coming out tonight? Yeah. Yep. Expect both teams to move up at least a little bit, right? Ole Miss should be eighth, ninth, no worse than that, and State could maybe go up twenty second, twenty third. So maybe. last week's poll had Georgia one; they'll stay there. Mm-hmm. Alabama two. 
Do you guys think Ohio State jumps Alabama this week in the uh, in the playoff poll? You saw that happen in the AP poll. You, you uh, buy Ohio State jumping to number two? They should. They should. They should be the number two team in the nation. They're playing better than Alabama. If we want to go by the Gary Barta eye test, there's no way you can look at Alabama and look at Ohio State and say that one that Ohio State isn't clearly better than the other. I don't know if they will or not. I agree that they should. Oregon, I'm sorry, Borky, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to add simply uh, ahead of Mississippi State and Ole Miss, just for the record, to see where these teams are going to land. Uh, Houston ahead of Mississippi State won on Saturday, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they're they're ten. Okay, and one. so Houston was at twenty four. They're ten and one. Utah beat Oregon. They're only going to go up. They were they at twenty three. UTSA was twenty two. They won. Uh, they're eleven and zero now. The on uh, an insane play. At the they end won of the on a game. last second play though. That's what that might. The Roadrunners get them ahead. Arkansas is at 21. They lost to Alabama, but they will have an identical record to Mississippi State and a head-to-head win. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're. I don't think they're getting ahead of Arkansas. But like I said, I think if they they went up a couple spots with the way everything shifts, I wouldn't be totally surprised. They, but they who are they jumping? Because well be, NC State yeah. at 21, uh, San Diego State won, Pittsburgh won. Be ahead of NC State. They beat them. They should. The resume is better. Yeah, I. Like I said, if they're 25th tomorrow or tonight, I'm not overly surprised. But if they're 23rd, I'm not super surprised either. Ahead of Ole Miss was Baylor. They won. They will move up, as Ole Miss does. Wake Forest at 10. Ole Miss will go ahead of them. Oklahoma State will move up. They were at 9. Notre Dame will move up. They're at 8. Michigan State was at 7. They will fall below Ole Miss. Kind of feels like Oregon Ole Miss is going to be will at fall below nine, Ole Miss as well. It? Yeah, they they will if the committee stays consistent. Oregon, Michigan State, and Wake Forest will all fall below Ole Miss, and Ole Miss will not jump anybody in front of them that won. My, my guess is the top ten is going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Ole Miss. And then Oklahoma? Does that sound right? Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Or well maybe maybe Ole Miss and then Oregon. That would have Oregon dropping seven spots to number ten. You think they fall farther than that? Hmm. No. So you think Oregon's ten? Yeah, sure. So so that would make it Georgia one, Ohio State or Alabama two, the other at three, Cincinnati at four, Michigan at five, Notre Dame at six, Oklahoma State at seven, Baylor at eight, Ole Miss at nine, Oregon at ten. That works for me. I'm gonna say Mississippi State goes to twenty two. 22 or 23, they're, they were at 25 last week. We'll find that out in just a matter of moments. Brandon reminds us. Thanks, Brandon. This could be fun. Number one versus number two in college basketball tonight, Gonzaga and UCLA. It'll be a fun watch. Gonzaga, six-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. More former player interviews coming your way tomorrow. 
as we will be just one day away from the 2021 Egg Bowl. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. We will talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Talk Mississippi Media Production.